What's cracking, lovely people? Welcome back to the show. Now, before we get started, I just want to let you know about who helps me to keep the lights on. So first up, 33 Fuel. These guys make powerful sports endurance nutrition products. I use their chia seed energy gels when I go out on my bimbles. Very simple product, just chia seeds, some coconut sugar, add a bit of water, mix, bang. They've got protein powders as well, and they've just released a bar. So for everyone interested, they're gluten-free, dairy-free, loads of nuts and seeds and all that kind of stuff in there so you can get your chew on. And you can get 10% off your first order with Matt 10. And then Crew Cafe, which we're drinking at the moment. Tom, absolutely mega, mate. Cheers. Uh, they are organic coffee company so you can get grounds you can get pods and you get 20% off with up crew so everything in the show notes no messing around and let's get into today's show so we have the founder of the world run here and he's also a mental health campaigner and we met mate actually um during the north face class didn't we training and running yeah yeah we did a few weeks ago now Cool. Welcome to the show. So just, yeah, introduce yourself and I know we're going to take it down a few lines because of uh, what you're doing outside of work, but then also uh, a bit about your past, the bond you've got with some of the guys that you're doing this yeah. um, run and challenge with. So yeah, just just let people know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Well, yeah, thanks Matt for having me. Um, I suppose to start, start really is uh, probably to go into a little bit about, about the run uh, and about why we're doing it uh, and the guys that I'm doing it with that have uh, uh, kind of come onto this, this journey, I suppose, with me, uh, which is really exciting. Um, so a couple of the guys that you mentioned, Andy and Connor, who, who I'm doing this with, and we've got uh, a few exciting announcements to come over the next couple of weeks as to, as to how, that, how that team's going to develop and a few people that are coming on board. Um, but in short, the run's really, uh, it's, a, it's a mental health campaign to promote uh, running, sport, exercise, uh, and an understanding of one's mental health uh, and the crossover between uh, uh, the, you know, getting outdoors and uh, getting outside and moving um, to be able to support and understand your mental health in a better way. Um, so I really started uh, going into this in quite a bit of detail two or three years ago. Uh, when I started getting into running, uh, cycling, swimming, uh, started getting involved in triathlons, uh, and over the last few years, it's um, it's developed quite significantly. Uh, and for the last six months now, I've been working on this campaign um, to try and uh, raise money for a fantastic charity called James's Place. Um, uh, and in the process, we are going to be running uh, six marathons uh, on six consecutive days uh, on six continents, uh, finishing in our home city of London uh, in April next year. So yeah, it's exciting. Hey, that's absolutely mega. So before this, how much running were you doing? Uh, so I did my first marathon early 2017. So about two and a half years now. Yeah, two and a half years. And then that was actually in training for, so that was training for my first ultra marathon, which was Race of the Tower. So that's the first thing I signed up to. Um, with a bit of pressure, with a bit of pressure from my girlfriend, to be completely honest, uh, she turned up. She was like, "Well, you know, through work, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be looking at doing this, uh, this, this ultra marathon. We're sponsoring it." I thought, "Ah, oh, sounds great. Yeah, like, well done. You know, fantastic thing to do at work. You know, you're going to be great organising that." She's like, "No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it." I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing that?" Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's like, "Well, I thought it might be a fun thing to do together." I was like, "Well, brilliant. Yeah. Why not? Like, having never done, having never run a marathon." Uh, we just thought we'd just go for it. 
so that was where we started and that was June 2017 mm. uh, Race of the Tower organised by Threshold Sports sponsored by Heineken it was a brilliant brilliant event mm. um, and that kind of opened up this whole world of endurance sports to me um, mm. that I've been getting involved in for the last couple of years now so what would you say to someone listening to this because obviously you've got you've got this event this incredible event coming up and you're in the process of training for it now and when people usually hear these kind of things or they listen to to people that have done a lot of races mm. and running everyone starts somewhere so what would you say to someone you know weather's getting better now people yeah. are getting out on feet obviously they don't oh, have yeah. to go and run ultra marathons but you know you must have your your up days and your down days but you know you've got to get the training in yeah, so yeah, yeah. i don't know what do you say to people that are trying to run a bit more and, yeah, and yeah. They're, they're experiencing a few roadblocks or yeah. men- mentally they're a bit like you know, I, I don't know if I could actually do this. Yeah. Well, I suppose one one that always comes back to me is when I'm not feeling up to it, I don't really want to get out on the, you know, get out get out for a run. Is just reminding myself that I've never come back from a run feeling worse. Mm. So, I I was thinking, however bad you're feeling, you're like, oh, I really can't bother to do this. Even if it's just going out for you know three k, five k, whatever it might be, one k, just get outside just for a bit of fresh air. If you're feeling bad, you're guaranteed to feel better when you come back. Mm. Um, but I suppose to go back to your first question about you know where, where did all of this really start and um, that was probably uh, uh, when I got my first bike moving to London um, and it's really strange to think that that was through the cycle to work scheme which I think is a really good initiative for people to be able to um, have access to exercise um, and an easy way to integrate it into your into your daily routine uh, especially with your commute um, and it's that it's still the same bike that I ride today which is uh, which is which is quite fun and it's the same one I've done all of my triathlons on, everything that I've ever done. Mm. Uh, so entry level, specialised alley, can't go wrong. Um, change the wheels once and that's about it. But I remember when I got it, I was riding three days a week in and out of the office. And then I'd do two days a week on the tube. Mm. And that to me was like, that was quite tough at the time. Whereas now the thought of getting the tube at all to get into work mm. is quite is something that I just prefer to avoid. Uh, and I'll try and maybe run in two or three times a week and then I'll cycle the other times yeah it makes sense yeah. so like you said initially even just splitting half and half you found tough and now yeah. it's almost an active commute and then you put your training on top yeah so absolutely. anyone listening to this you know a couple of years down the line things just uh, change don't they the needle yeah. shifts and, and, and that movement is just part of your uh, lifestyle and part of how you get to and from work and then now you're adding this you know training stimulus on top so all yeah, these yeah. extra miles and all these extra things you've you've basically been building up so yeah. but still it's you know this is a massive challenge a massive challenge yeah and um yeah that's why i wanted to get you on the show because obviously we we met on a tuesday night when i do this this training with, with with north face and with ed that i mentioned before and then i think yeah you just kind of uh yeah you came out there and i was a bit like wow that that's that's big <laughs> so obviously to to put yourself through that physically you know, you, you, you need quite a big why. Obviously, yeah. you can try you can try and adapt your physiology. You can get fit. You're obviously doing that yeah. training programs, running technique, all that jazz. You know, yeah. we don't have to enter into that too much. But then, obviously, your why and doing it with these lads and, like you said, having that that bond with each other, sharing information. Yeah. And um, that that'd be quite yeah. quite important to talk about maybe yeah. at this stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How that's unfolded. So I think um, a big. A big, uh, a big, a big part of my life anyway, and a big thing that I've had to overcome in the last few years was, um, was when my, when my, when my father passed away uh, in 2012, which was uh, uh, a very sudden kind of, uh, yeah, uh, uh, shocking turn of events. Um, he struggled with depression for for a number of years, 
Um, and that was a really a big wake up call for me when he when he passed away to really take care of my mental health and really understand my mental health in a, in a, in a, in a proper way. Um, and I've dived into books and you know read up as much as I can about understanding depression, anxiety specifically, um, the way in which men deal with it, the way in which women deal with it. Uh, for example, the, the reason I, I, I make that uh, comparison is because 75% uh, of, all, of all suicides are actually um, are, are male. Um, which is shocking, and I think that's just a fair reflection of how uh, how uh, uncomfortable and how badly a lot of men deal with their um, their low moments, um, and that's one of the really the, the unique features of of the, of the friendship group that I have, uh, and specifically the guys who I'm doing this run with, um, because over the last few years, especially in the last kind of you know five to ten years we've become much more comfortable talking to each other about how we're feeling, about the stresses we take on through work, uh, about how we are, um, yeah, literally just how, how, how we feel. So we are emotionally, mentally, um, so myself involved in the property industry, uh, Andy, one of the other guys, he works uh, for a reinsurance, uh, a reinsurance house in the city. Um, and Connor, he takes on a, a lot of work, currently is uh, within the NHS, uh, but he's going into the army as well to be a, a medical officer in the army. Um, so very different industries and, uh, and areas that we work in, um, but taking on different levels of pressure. And there's definitely a bit of, uh, you know, it, 20 years ago, it'd be no need to talk about it. If you're having a bad day, you don't talk to anyone about it and it's just brush it under the carpet. Um, and I think, and there's something that I spoke to some friends about recently. Uh, it used to be a sign of strength not to show any level of weakness whatsoever. Um, whereas now I, I, I genuinely think one of the strongest things anyone can do is actually put their hand up and say that something isn't right, they're not feeling okay, um, something isn't going as well as they thought it was, uh, or something doesn't seem to be uh, sitting well with them. Uh, and it's a very, very strong, commendable thing to be able to turn around to someone that maybe, you know, to your partner, to your loved one, to your family, uh, and be able to say, look, I, I really don't think how I feel is, is normal. Um, this isn't something that I feel comfortable with, uh, I think I need to go and get help because you'll start a, a brand new journey of exploration, of understanding yourself um, and how you can work to kind of improve your life in so many fantastic ways. Um, and I think that, 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 that sign of strength is something that Andy and Connor and uh, a number of other friends as well that aren't directly involved in taking on this challenge uh, have been fantastic at in my life. Uh, for me personally, and, I, and I, I, part of the reason why we want to run this campaign is just to promote, uh, especially amongst kind of young men who love to brush things under the carpet, you know, how are you feeling? Fine, let's go to the pub, have a pint, it will sort itself out. Um, actually, just take a, take a minute, take, a, take the time to stop one of your mates and just say, you know, are, you, are you actually right? You just seem, you've been really off recently. Um, you know, have a cup of tea instead of that beer because alcohol, after all, is is a depressant. Mm. Um, and I think just looking out for each other in that way has been a really, really unique thing that that we definitely have as a friendship group. Um, yeah. Mm. So would you say that you become closer with some of your mates through uh, obviously talking about these things, but then physical activity plays a massive part? Because I would say, look, you know, obviously I haven't been through the situation that you've been through, but when I get together with some close friends that I've played rugby with for yeah, yeah. a handful of years, we can feel like we can talk openly about things together because we maybe shared that physical adversity. Yeah, and we were talking about that recently when we were at a wedding abroad and we played rugby together, trained hard, 
you know, taking on physical stress, whereas maybe with some other friends and things that I've just met through work, yeah. uh, studying, yeah. or uh, just socially, you know, it takes time to obviously connect with someone, but I think at that level, yeah. and maybe that's, like you said, when you're bringing in the training, you've got this event coming yeah. up, it just, it brings yeah, yeah. everyone closer. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe any, like, you know, not young males, but, you know, like men listening to this, if they're you know if they're wanting to kind of talk about things or uh, feel better yeah physical activity meeting people run oh, clubs thing. yeah absolutely. team sports yeah what do you think yeah yeah no i i i completely agree and i think just use a use a rugby analogy but it could be it could be any sport you know it could be yeah uh, you know, uh equally it could be uh, you know hockey uh, tennis anything that involves that sense of team uh, where you have to build that camaraderie and that level of trust to know that if someone's shouting you know pass me the ball i'm on your left that they're going to be in the right place and you're going to pass it to them. There's a reason why you're going to do that and you listen to them and you trust them to, to make that play. Mm. And that could be across all sports. Um, but equally, that sense of being able to just feel comfortable talking to someone um, when you are doing physical exercise. Mm. Um, but I suppose it's sharing the win as well. That's a big thing in team sports. Yeah. You know, you, you work towards something. You, you train for, for weeks, for months, for, for a whole season. Uh, you're going through a tournament, whether it's just a local tournament, whether it's a big thing, even if it's, or if it's a, you know, a solo sport and you're training and you're working hard or something, but certainly in that team sport mentality where you can share all of the wins and losses, you're sharing the ups and downs with other people around you and you know how much it means to, to, to put your, to pour your kind of your time, effort, uh, kind of literally blood, sweat and tears into something to achieve it. And then if you get to the end, you know, you get, you get your medal or you can lift the cup, then you, you, you've got that shared sense of unity. Um, and I think that's why sport just plays such an important role in, in, in creating that sense of community, especially amongst young people, boys and girls. Uh, I know this is something that um, uh, uh, Kelly Holmes is a, a huge activist for as well, uh, promoting sport and exercise, particularly you know, considering when there's a, you know, well, I don't know if it's quite an epidemic, but you know, obesity levels have been rising consistently for the last kind of, you know, 15, 20 years. Mm. Um, and it's something that is a, is, a, is a big issue that people don't necessarily know how to take care of themselves in, in, a, in a responsible way. Uh, and sport and exercise is just a perfect way to do that. So get involved with your local football club, your local rugby club, your local hockey club, netball club, whatever it is, mm. um, just to be able to get out there and chuck a ball around and meet some local people is, is brilliant. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So it's kind of looking at an active commute, building some fitness through there, having open conversations with friends and then getting into, you know, being physically active with, with friends and meeting people and then being able to open up. And like you said, it's, we're flipping it now that the strength of someone is to almost open up about these things. Whereas before it was like, let's just be silent and let's just yeah. uh, crack on and, and nothing's going to kind of phase me. Yeah, so. exactly. Good. Yeah. Go on. Well, I think, I think I was just going to kind of, uh, you know, add on to that, that, that stiff upper lip mentality, which was, you know, not showing any sign of weakness, not breaking. Um, it's definitely, definitely changed. Uh, and that strength of character is, being able to admit when, you know, put your hand up and say when something's wrong, when something's not right. Or if you've done something wrong, you know, it's it's much better, uh, it's much better sign of character to admit your admit your weaknesses and admit, admit when you can't do something than just mm. to assume that you can just plough through life doing absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So if we dovetail into a little bit around the event, because yeah. I think, 
you know, we've had we've had some of the information and, and some of some of your story, which was obviously why I wanted to get you on because you know, this platform allows us to have a longer form conversation. But there'll obviously be people who are interested in the physical side of things. Absolutely. So, mate, like, what are you doing at the moment to train for <laughs> six six marathons in six days, uh, like around the world? Yeah. Uh, so at the moment, I've actually uh, I recently just had my first my first physio session, which was uh, which is brilliant. Uh, and it's mental to think that having done ultra marathons and Ironman events that um, uh, that, that I haven't ha- ever had a physio session before. But the team over at Six Physio were fantastic. Um, they I had a bit of a niggle in my calf recently, so uh, just been working on uh, kind of strengthening my my glutes, my hip my hip flexors. Um, really working on my core as well, just to make sure I've got a strong core. Uh, so just making sure I warm up properly before each run. Uh, the mileage is staying pretty low at the moment, so about 20, 25 miles a week just to tick over. Um, I imagine that will probably ramp up to about maybe, to be honest, maybe like 50 miles a week, 45, 50 miles a week when we get when we get into a busier phase. But that doesn't need to even start increasing until September, October. Um, there's a really good uh, friend of mine who uh, is actually looking to set up a, a run club in Spain as a kind of a nutrition centre, which is uh, which is brilliant. And I should definitely link you up with him because mm. you'd be keen to uh, kind of understand what he's up to. But um, sounds cool. I'll go to Spain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going out there in September actually, which would be quite fun. Podcast number two out there. Yeah, <laughs> the sun. yeah. There we go. 21st September. If you want to come out on yeah. the weekend in the yeah. sun, go running. Um, and it's all about the his his uh, his uh, setup is all about kind of nutrition and uh, understanding your diet and everything else. But so mm. I've really gone off kilter there. But that's right. Um, yeah, just getting that, making sure the mileage the mileage builds up, and uh, uh, we're all going into this, making sure that we just do it injury free, mm. um, because there's nothing worse than overtraining, and then you, it sets you back, you know, three or four weeks. Uh, so just making sure that we're we're warmed up fully, uh, plenty of stretches. Uh, mm. Like I said, those physio sessions from Six Physio. That's uh, mm. working on my exercise. Got another session following up in two weeks' time, mm. um, just to put more strength and more 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 kind of uh, stability into my core and my hip and my and my glutes really, mm. um, yeah, and take the strain off my calf. So I, I I'm I'm trying to reduce my uh, stride length because I was uh, very guilty of heel striking. Um, which is putting a lot of uh, pressure up into my leg as well, mm. uh, but primar- primarily on my left leg, not my right, which was uh, which was which was uh, which was slightly odd. Um, so my right leg felt absolutely fine, but my left, I've got a bit of work on. Um, but really, it's again following the uh, the eighty twenty principle. That's always been a a big one that I've I've wanted to follow. So doing the majority of your training at low intensity uh, just means that your recovery is slightly quick. Well, not quicker, but uh, is is distributed out over a longer period. Um, uh, you're able to train for longer, but not necessarily harder. Um, so really working on those slow twitch muscle fibers. Um, mm. and it means that, you know, you could go out. So for me, I can, uh, I'm, I'm, I can comfortably run, you know, maybe five or six miles into work, work the day, and then be able to do the same thing again the next day, the next day, or even run in, run out, have a good stretch, eat well, sleep well, uh, and then getting up in the morning and doing another session first thing. Uh, isn't so impactful on my body because I've been running at maybe a, a nine minute mile, eight and a half, nine minute mile with a low heart rate, keeping that below the threshold. Mm. You know, that makes sense. And definitely. And I think it's it's good for someone like yourself to talk about this because you've got an event, you're giving yourself some time, you know, injury free is the mantra. And then you're, you're assessing your movement. You're looking at some assistance work and things like that before all the volume and intensity comes, yeah. which yeah. I think is key because 
you know it's great that people get into these events and i do talk to some people nutritionally that work full-time then also want to do all these endurance exercises and events and and it's just something we'll eventually give yeah and and if you can set yourself up know your own body you know everyone's different and yeah i agree i think and i got that from from ed too you know if you're going to work hard if you're going to move quickly go for it and then everything else just there's nothing wrong with a bit of low and slow yeah yeah, build the tank if you get caught in that no man's land similar to the middle of a tennis court or something yeah and you're and you're you're playing around in that intensity where you know it's almost just a little bit too hot to handle yeah you know uh, immune system starts to go and energy levels sleep you know your nervous system is a bit kind of all over the shop you might be grabbing things that are a bit sweeter you might be going for more coffees yeah whereas you'll probably find when you are in that low and slow zone so anyone listening if they don't kind of monitor their heart rate or something it's just like conversation pace isn't it yeah yeah so if you you know you're fitter so you might be able to run nine minute mile at that someone else might listening might be 10 11 12 minutes but if you can chat to the person next to you and you're doing it for 20 30 minutes you're probably in that kind of zone yeah yeah don't underestimate that and that is where you know some of the best people uh train at you know they 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 use that low and slow they'll use some treadmills they'll take time off feet yeah you know and, yeah, and yeah. that creates longevity you yeah know? yeah so that, i think that was really really good to bring up absolutely i think one of the things on that as well is just that um and it's a quote that who was that it was uh, bill gates you know people always overestimate what they can do in two years and underestimate what they can do in 10 yeah uh, and if i if 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 someone had told me at the start of 2017 that in 2020 you're going to run six marathons in six days on six continents i would have said you know walk out the door mate disappear yeah that's absolute bollocks but uh here i am and we're doing and you know we're doing it and we've got we've got the logistics set up you know we've got the flight path we've got we've got the flight route we've got the we're working with local run clubs to make sure that each of the uh, each of the routes is going to be doable um, hopefully we're going to have a bit of uh, a bit of a local crowd come out as well. So in each location, you know, in, in Sydney, in, in Dubai, in Cairo, uh, working with the local run clubs to ensure that there might be a small, you know, 20 or 30 or so people that come out and join us just to give us that camaraderie, mm. uh, which is really exciting. Um, and also, you know, it's just it's it's just great fun as well. Everyone, every, everyone that we speak to about it, you know, they they really enjoy getting involved. Uh, it's something that they, they 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 want to be a part of, which is which is which is really great actually for us because working on this and kind of thinking about the idea and conceptualizing it and then I suppose committing to it and and then publicly announcing it uh, it's been it's been a huge journey just to get to where we are today and I feel like we're 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 only just getting started mm. and as you build it like you said um you got physio from from a company like six physio and things have you got any any other um companies or individuals or some or something or someone that you're working with like how is this kind of building or you know people yeah. listening to this you know yeah, yeah. self-funding a, a <laughs> uh, you know an event like this to an extent yeah is is you know potentially possible i know obviously you guys are all working full-time but what, yeah. what else are you looking to do or how are you going to continue to grow it over the next little while yeah 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 really yeah really good really good question so um uh we're still in the process we're just at the final stages now of basically closing our, our corporate funding round if you will um, and that has been led by uh, by Andrews Andrews Work, so Beach Associates, um, who put the initial initial money in to, to do it. Uh, so we had base cost of about twenty five k, and then we're our fundraising target is just under one hundred and sixty k. 
Um, so that 160 is going to come through uh, charity events, that's going to come through public activations. Um, something really fun that we're working on at the moment actually is to do a public activation where uh, we'll get two treadmills. We're trying to do this in Westfield at the moment, but we haven't got it confirmed or a location. But over the next nine months, we'll pick a weekend and we'll have two treadmills in the shopping centre and it will be two, mar- two marathons per person. So one on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. Uh, while a couple of guys on the treadmills, uh, you know, I'll be there and hopefully another couple of friends just to kind of shake buckets, talk about what we're doing um, and just to raise a bit of awareness for the campaign and why we're doing it. And coming back to promoting sport, exercise, uh, uh, healthy living and uh, getting people to really think and, uh, and have a look at their mental health and understand it in a, in a better way. Um, because it's something that just hasn't really been addressed in the last 20 years. Mm. It's improving, it absolutely is. Um, but there's always more work to be done. Um, mm. Until we get that kind of that suicide rate down to zero, uh, there's always work to be done. Mm. No, that's, man, that's massive. That sounds great. So when people listening to this, when these events and things happen, obviously if they follow you guys on Instagram or, yeah. or a website or something, like what's the best way to keep in touch with you? All? Yeah, Instagram. Instagram's the way that we're doing it. So uh, the World Run 2020. Uh, cheeky plug there but uh, yeah the world run 2020 on instagram is where we're sharing most of our training uh the day-to-day stuff that we're working on uh big updates so uh it's great that we've started to get some sponsors on board which is exciting uh sun god sent over some sunglasses which is fantastic really really high-tech stuff um uh, great lenses uh good for good for being out on the bike good for when we're out running as well don't slip off your face always key mm. um uh, and uh can't talk about it just yet but some exciting announcements to come as well on the shoe and apparel front as well mm. uh so uh some pretty big names coming behind us on that front as well so yeah exciting but uh for the moment once we've once we close the the corporate funding round just so we can cover our costs and that's really going to be flights accommodation visa um a little bit of, of stash as well make sure we've got our t-shirts make sure we're looking looking smart when we're going out and running together mm. um uh, and then be able to really kind of uh, rocket fuel the campaign for the next nine months um yeah do those public activations do the charity events um organize a couple of fun runs in the evening very similar to you know the the, the north face session that we did on tuesday but probably uh, not quite as intense as what Ed does because yeah. we, we just want it to be kind of a, a very casual after work come meet us kind of seven o'clock Hyde Park uh, maybe go for a run do a lap of the park just have a chat about the run what we're doing why we're doing it mm. um, get to meet different people that's a fun thing that I love about running to be honest you can you can go out for half an hour 45 minutes have an amazing conversation with someone when you're maintaining that kind of that steady pace um, meet someone new that you would not ever really cross paths with um, and it brings so many different people from different backgrounds together. Uh, you get a really nice, diverse mix of people, which is brilliant. Mm, I totally agree. I was having a conversation with one of my friends that comes to the to the North Face cast on Tuesday about that, and she says it's it's the one time in her week where she, yeah, does mix with a variety of people, yeah. and she absolutely loves it. It's brilliant. Because you know she'll she'll have a certain friendship base where she grew up, who she works with, oh. and then you go to a class like that, and there's eighty odd people getting around it people that have just kind of you know come to the city yeah or uh you know they use it as their as their social outlet as well and and you know people all different ages yeah and like you said if it you know if everyone's injury free anyone can kind of go out and run if it's nice and dry and you know quite safe in, in a lit city and things so yeah mate it's absolutely mega and yeah. de- like definitely keen to get you back on 
obviously over the next few months as things start to build and now everyone's kind of got to know you and and what you're doing you know we should have like a, a round two and then you can kind of give us an update on training yeah yeah uh, how how some of the public activations have gone yeah yeah absolutely yeah definitely cool um it'd be good to try and get andy and connor down as well definitely get those boys on yeah um uh, sounds mega yeah but no definitely it's going to be an exciting it's an exciting nine months ahead of us um and yeah thanks a lot for thanks a lot for having me here cool man so to round off best place to go is instagram and all of the events and things and some of the public activation stuff will all be on there yeah and then people can obviously keep in touch and as it unfolds over the next nine months the content will go out on there yeah and you'll announce like uh some running events maybe on a monday you've got this uh running event on a treadmill yeah i'd love to come to that yeah. sounds great <laughs> and then obviously you know trying to secure a bit of funding trying to stay injury free and yeah just talking to as many people as you can about mental health and, and and obviously going around the world running and just spreading the message yeah absolutely great Cheers, cool man. no decent lovely people look thanks again for listening everything's going to go on the show notes and have a fantastic week